0: and welcome to episode number three of Digital Discussions Unfiltered. In this episode I wanted to voice my thoughts, of course not necessarily right or wrong, as I know a few people who would absolutely directly disagree with me about building websites for small businesses. I think Growing up and spending a massive portion of my days online, websites for me are actually a really big deal and although as we've seen over recent weeks that websites are dramatically changing, I don't think it's too late to start considering developing one if you don't have one yet. Having talked to and listened to other people's worries and views in various communities, I get that if you don't understand how to make a website then it might just seem a bit too much and that's one of the biggest reasons, I think, I don't know, that many people just don't bother. We've seen the rise of social commerce over the last couple of weeks and months and Mark Zuckerberg himself even announced on the 19th of May 2020 the changes that will be coming to Facebook enabling people to build their businesses on social channels. And whilst that's great, I genuinely think if you're looking to build a substantial business, then you should consider a website of your own. For me, a website should be a forever evolving thing. And when we start talking about SEO and customer journey and all of those other important elements, I think you'll come to realise why. But for right now, I wanted to give you just seven reasons why I genuinely believe that every small business should invest in a website. For me, if you're serious about your business, you want to build something of substance, then I think you have to take all avenues quite seriously, no? You wouldn't take money out of your business because you fancied going on a shopping spree one sunny day. So why don't you take everything else as serious as you do your business finances? For me, it makes sense to own your assets if you're building a business. Something of substance. We're not here to just satisfy hobbies. I see so many people trying to back the Facebook business and I get it, it's easier. No one likes hard work and consistency and persistence and having to learn 24-7. It's boring, it's not sexy and it's bloody hard work and you know sexy sales so that's why everybody sells the easy route you need to own it you should own your business and everything that comes with it and the only way to do that is to not build on rented land aka social media and third-party selling apps so here's a few reasons that i think if you don't already you should consider a website for your business Number one, it will instantly give your business credibility. Reassure people that your business is 100% legitimate. When we're looking for something, what do we do? We Google it. So yes, SEO comes into it. And at this point, I'm going to touch on that a little bit later in a a later episode. But it 100% adds credibility to your business. Have you ever seen like a, a dodgy looking ad that just when you click the link, it just went to a cart page well, they just want to take your money? Or what about those businesses that have a website that looked like they were built in the 80s or the 90s? It's about trust. And nine times out of 10, we don't buy from people or businesses if we don't trust them, right? Websites offer you the space to share that all that you do. Have you won awards? You can show it on your website. Have you got great customer reviews? You can show them on your website. How can you expect people to invest in your products invest in your services if you can't even invest in a website reason number two it can be and probably should be the anchor of all of your marketing efforts somewhere that you can consistently link back to did you get some amazing online press coverage great link it back to your website do you want to explain in more depth that product that you just talked about on your facebook post cool link it to a page on your website It should and could be the hub of all of the information that your business wants and needs to convey to the world. It's a place where you can host your FAQs, where people can actually buy from you, where people can find out more, where people can get in touch, download your freebie, sign up to your emails. It's a place where you can tell them exactly who you are, introduce them to your entire team. You can showcase what your business is about, why you do what you do, and so much more. Reason number three, you have total control over it. For me, this is one of the most important points of all. Building a business on Facebook, a platform that could just shut you down within minutes without having to give you a reason why, literally makes no sense to me whatsoever. However, with your website, you have total control over what goes and what stays. You own it, you control it, and nobody can shut your business down within minutes. And not only that, but you can make it look and feel however you want. However you want your brand to sound like, to look like, messages that you wanna get across. Yeah, with Facebook, you can add a profile picture and a cover photo, and you can use the same branded colors throughout your post, and that's great but your website is kind of that next level. Also, you don't have all of that noise that you have on a Facebook page, kind of with everybody else, with adverts and all that kind of stuff going on. On your website, it's yours forever. Well, for as long as you want it to be. Let's be brutally honest. Let's say that you violate one of Facebook policies. They can take your page down within minutes. And honestly, they probably don't care. They have multiple offices around the world but unless you're spending hundreds if not thousands of pounds on advertising they probably won't even give you the time of day. They'll take your page down and there's very little that you can do about it. And you know I'm picking on Facebook a lot I know but this applies to if you decide to open a Facebook page, an eBay shop or an Etsy store. You're building on rented land and you have no control they can shut you down and there's nothing you can do about it. I see it every single day and it's heartbreaking. I'm part of so many communities, memberships, Facebook groups, where people are shut down for things like, you know, on Etsy, if you receive a bad review and the percentage of your bad reviews versus your total order number goes past a certain point, then bam, you're done. And And then where's your business? So you've spent all this time and energy an effort building this thing and all of a sudden it's, it's just taken away from you. And I know this might be coming across a little bit strong and the likes of Facebook shops and Etsy and eBay 100% have their place. They can be great starting points. So if you're just starting out and you want to test if your products are actually going to sell, then great. They also get a lot of traffic to their sites. And on the flip side of that, have a lot of competition. But in that sense, with your own website... <laughs> In a way, you're competing with the rest of the world, not just the others on that platform. So I get why you might be putting off building a website. It takes time and a lot of effort and sometimes a lot of work. However, I've seen firsthand how much time and effort small business owners put into building a business. So why would you put yourself in a position where you're not in total control over it? I genuinely believe that those platforms, if you want to, can be used as another sales channel, 100%, and considered as kind of like a marketing channel for exposure in the hopes for sales, but you should have your own website too that you have full control over. Reason number four, you can showcase your products and your services, however you want to show them, not just how other platforms tell you that you have to. For example, Spending a lot of time working in e-commerce. For some products, uploading videos and kind of 360 images of what that product looks like, the size of it, making it relatable to the customer, converts more people. Not every third-party channel allows that. Or if it does, some of them you have to pay for the privilege. If you have your own website, you control that narrative. You control how you display it. You can do what the hell you like, it's your website, you own it. Number five, your business is essentially never closed. I bet you've probably heard the phrase or phrases like make money in your sleep. But realistically, regardless of what you're selling or promoting, why shouldn't you want to be collecting new leads or selling your products or making money whilst you sleep? If you rely on you being awake to make a sale, then you're either going to be very, very tired or essentially you could just be leaving a lot of money on the table, as they say. There may be other processes, automations and that kind of stuff that you want to consider to make sure that that journey is as smooth for the customer as possible. But imagine waking up to new transactions, money in the bank, new orders to ship, new email subscribers. And once again, you will own all of that data. Nobody else does. Which kind of moves me on to point number six. People are searching for you, for your products, for your services online, all the time. In order to make those sales in your sleep, where are they going to come from? Once again, most of the time when we're looking for something, what do we do? We Google it. If you don't have a website, you reduce your chances of appearing in these searches. SEO agencies and businesses don't exist for giggles or to con people it's it's a real thing that gets real results now if you're building your business on facebook unless people search for your exact business name specifically it's highly unlikely that you're going to appear in the search results on google and to me that's a bit of a problem you're missing out on so many potential customers can you afford to miss out on those customers and lastly point number seven Organic reach on social media is plummeting. I think you know what I'm talking about with this one. It's becoming harder and harder to communicate with your audience on social media without having to pay for the reach. Every single day, I see comment after comment about the algorithm. Hmm, let's, um, let's leave that conversation for another day. But just as a friendly reminder that once again, you're relying on borrowed land And it's essentially free advertising. Personally, and potentially quite a controversial opinion, I think that we should be grateful for the length of time that these social platforms have allowed us to build businesses for essentially nothing, for free. In every large business I've worked in, yes, of course, they wanted to get their branding and their name out there and sell all their products in the cheapest way possible. Who doesn't? But they all budgeted for spend, because it's a business. Speculate to accumulate and all of that. And that's why it, I get a little riled up when I see some businesses shout from the rooftops that, you know, we built this business without spending a penny on advertising. Great, round of applause for you. But just imagine how much quicker you would have done it if you'd actually invested your money into attracting your ideal clients, not pouring your blood, sweat and tears and probably testing and trying a lot of things that didn't work having conversations and probably arguments with people that were never going to buy from you anyway. Again, (laughs) I get it. Not everybody has endless amounts of money all the knowledge to pour into websites and advertising. But I'd question that money you're spending on stock when you don't know who's going to buy it yet or you don't have the audience to buy it yet I'd question the memberships and the networking events that you don't question how much value you get from them, but yet you go every month or you buy them every week. Look, this is not me trying to dig at anybody. All of those things to an extent are important and really good channels to grow in your business. It's just frustrating to see that some people rely on third party, non-owned space and do nothing above that, but then sit and moan that their business isn't growing. So I think for me personally, if you want this to be serious, you've got to take it seriously. So I just quickly wanted to run through um, the fundamentals of a business website, because if you don't know how to build a website, how to even start a website, then this is all going to be really new to you. So I thought I'd kind of give you a bit of a helping hand. So for starters, there's a couple of things that you absolutely need, and they will be an investment in your business. So there will be a cost associated So you will need a domain name, and this is essentially the URL that people type in the box at the top of your browser to get to your website. So you'll need to go and purchase your domain name. You'll need to purchase hosting, so you essentially have to pay a company to host your website for you. And just as a side note, when you're looking to purchase your domain name or even with your host, make sure that the price includes what's called an SSL certificate. This is simply to display that you're encrypting your communications without getting really geeky about it. It's all about safety, especially when it comes to customer data. So, for example, you wouldn't be able to have an e-commerce site, so sell stuff online, without an SSL certificate. All visitors to your website will also be displayed a message to say that their data is not safe if you do not have a certificate. Another thing is you will need to decide on a platform. So where are you going to build it? Um, I'm just going to cover a couple of platforms in a minute. Um, And then lastly, of course, you're going to need some content. So what are people going to see when they land on your website? What words do you want to use? Imagery, all of that kind of great stuff. Again, I want to keep it stupidly simple right now because I can get quite geeky about landing pages, customer journey sequences, tactics of growing your traffic and all of that stuff but I want this podcast to help you from start to finish of the journey of doing these things. So if you're looking to build your own website, here are some places that you can start to do some research when it comes to what platform you choose to use. So firstly, there is WordPress. Generally, I think it's probably one of the most well-known platforms for SMEs. It can look quite scary in terms of usability, but I think it's been argued in the past that it's the best for growth as... Typically speaking, with the help of a developer, it allows for kind of major changes and developments. However, it is simple enough to use when you find a template, some are free, some are not. This will just kind of come down to your personal preference. As a platform itself, it's free to use. I would always recommend going self-hosted and all that means is that you own your own domain name, so that URL that we just talked about, and you should use wordpress.org, Rather than WordPress.com, and the reason for that is WordPress.org is self hosted WordPress.com is for the people that are not self-hosted. And again, all that means is essentially it's not yours; you don't own it. And your domain name will typically be kind of your business name. Secondly, have a look at Squarespace. It has a monthly subscription cost, but I believe that can include your domain name and your hosting as well. I've had a quick look and prices start from about 15 quid a month if you pay annually or about 21 quid if you pay monthly. It seems really easy to use and it's probably one of the most sophisticated drag and drop website builders around. Again, you can simply find a template that you like. Once again, this is something that you could invest in as it will come down to the look and feel of your business. You can find companies all over the place that sell these templates. In fact, one really good company that I follow on Instagram is called Snug Designs, who I believe create both WordPress and Squarespace templates. I'll make sure that I tag their Insta in the show notes. From my really limited knowledge about Squarespace, um, they do have the capability to create kind of one-page websites, multi-page websites for service-based businesses, but also e-commerce. The only thing I'd say that from what I've heard because I've not personally built any sites using it. If you have kind of a large e-commerce catalog, perhaps Squarespace might not be for you as it can be quite cumbersome to manage, but that's just what I've heard. I've not got any personal experience from it, which kind of leads me onto Shopify. Now I have built quite a few sites on Shopify and I have to say it's so good. As they've developed their products, even if you've got a bricks and mortar shop or you attend local events, you can easily manage your stock all through the Shopify platform and they really allow for quite big growth. It works in a similar way to Squarespace with a monthly cost and having a quick look, prices start from 29 US dollars, which is currently about 23 pounds. And then lastly, just to quickly touch on the likes of Wix and other platforms, Now, I've heard a lot of negative things about Wix. And, you know, I would say if we were to categorise kind of the previous platforms into kind of a good, better, best structure, for example, then my personal opinion, Wix would be at the lower end of the list. However, there's a caveat. Don't ever let that put you off. I have used Wix myself. It's quite easy to use, and I know a few people who have found great success with it. So please don't be almost bullied, I guess, into thinking that you will not have any success with it, because it isn't the case. I'd simply say that some of the functionality compared to the others is a little bit more limited. And again, their pricing is done monthly, and there are various options, starting from around about £8.50, but £13 if you want to be able to take payments on your website. But once again, do your own research, work out what's best for you. Stop worrying about what everybody else is doing. And so that's it. So just seven reasons why I personally think that you should have a website for your small business. Plus some places to start if you're thinking about building your own. I hope you found this episode helpful. I'd love it if you could give me some feedback Did you like it? Not so much. Feel free to pop me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd really, really, really appreciate it. And yeah, I'll speak to you in episode number four. Take care.